Come in, ocean sailor. Come in, ocean sailor. The Ocean Sailor Podcast. Brought to you by Ocean Sailor Magazine and Kraken Yachts. Welcome to the Ocean Sailor Podcast. I'm Dick Beaumont. I'm normally accompanied uh, by Dick Durham, but uh, as we've explained, he's uh, gone off up to the Peak District uh, to find out where the cloud base is, um, and uh, and he's up there uh, sampling the Bakewell tarts as we speak, I'm sure. Um, Dick will be back with us for the next uh, uh, podcast, which will be with David Wilkinson. But in the meantime, here's part two coming up with Adam and Kiara of Sailing Millennial Falcon. So is this why you've started back up the podcast? Because I mean, as we've we've essentially we've just discovered that like there is a clearly a perception problem in industry between well for prospective buyers, and it often comes because of a reframing of what utility case certain boats can have, or perhaps as you've just identified by waving people off of the Explorer package who don't need them. Yeah. There's a there's not only a fiscal cost, there's a probably a utility cost, the boat gets heavier, it takes longer to build, you know, there's a lots of things. Mm. Every every utility for a function often has a downside or a cost, you know, like Yeah, you know, it like does. My I boat mean, can't back up in a straight line. It's a cost of its long low aspect keel. Um, sure. And and so like but but those conversations don't often like the downside of a of a, a a fancy pants utility doesn't often get discussed, which is why things like your show exist, I think, or should exist. Yeah, we, I, it's it's you know you know, and we discussed it. I started Kraken out of passion, not out of profit, and mm. I've had a life in business that's been pretty successful, and the buzz for me isn't whatever Kraken's bottom line is. But the buzz for me is the best blue water cruising boats that have ever been launched. That's the whole thing. That's the whole <laughs> deal. And that means that I've got to give people also good, honest advice. Yeah. You know, you've got a divorce. You've got a divorce sales pitch from true benefit. And there's so much stuff. There's so much yeah. stuff that's added into boats just as extra sales pitch. But, you know, as, as you just heard, and as any customer that has spoken to me in any time over the last 12 months after we launched the Explorer uh, package, will tell you, you know, I first, well, where are you going? Are you going in the ice? No, no. You, my wife would never forgive me if I, we're all going to be that freezing. Okay, you don't need the Explorer. Bang. That's 50, 60 grand gone. Okay, yeah, yeah, so yeah. you've you've read up about in-boom furling and you quite like the idea of in-boom furling. Well, it's not as good as in-mast. And here's why it's not as good as in-mast. Bang, mm. 50 or 60 grand saving. And that's yeah. how we come at it. And I still do come at it. No salesperson yeah. in Just helping them with their mission profile, really. Yeah, exactly. And here's another thing, you know, actually, which I think is pretty <laughs> fundamental to the, to the Kraken story. And to people's uh, – people taking the decision to go and buy a boat, especially one 
especially when they're going to spend a lot of time living on board and really using. It's not just the boat, is it? It's the people too. It's the mm. people that Very you're true. involved in and how much they care about really what you're doing. And, and you know, you've been, you've met all of the guys at Kraken. Everybody loves yeah. what we're doing. Yeah. I don't know, this could all be fanny, couldn't it? And it's all, oh yeah, saying such a wonderful thing and how great no, are we? You can... but, but actually, we believe in it and... And we and we and we're still in touch. We're still in touch with all of the Kraken owners on a regular basis, and and yeah. wish to do so. You know, the, all the boats we talked about on the midshipman show already. Like the ones, even the ones we love, they don't always get great scores. That often it's like a B plus, which is fine. But they're just like the ones who are who will stand behind their product and are sensible and just they just care about getting good people in good boats and sending them happily on their way they never they never get wrapped around the axles in fact they're often just like they're just happy to be part of the discussion they're like hey thanks so much for chatting about the boat like lots of other manufacturers it's only the ones who are perhaps trying to gild the lily a little bit or pull the wool over some people's eyes who get a bit arsy and don't like it when you call them out on a few strange quirks of design or perhaps get a few people scratching their heads that they don't want to be having scratching their heads. Have you, had, unhappy and un- have you had some some significant pushback? from? Because you've been fairly, well, I won't say honest. vociferous, but honest. honest. Reviews. <laughs> yeah, you, you, but you pulled no bunches. I, I wouldn't stand by. No, I, honestly, I've, I don't think I've... If I go back, I don't think I could find a statement where I've said anything as fact. All I've said is I've raised questions, a lot of questions, like why is that? Why is there this much weight there and lots of weight here? How do you suppose, what's the writing moment on that going to be? Why did you do that? What's going to happen if this happens? Why is the driver out the back in the sun? Why is, like, just making observations. That's all it is. And uh, sometimes people don't want to have those observations made outside of their own echo chamber that they control. Which is why. Yes. Well, I'm absolutely. How dare yeah. you speak about my boat unsupervised? That's that's yeah. the response it, that you get. Is it? Is it? Yeah. Mm. And of course, you know, um, I I don't know how wittingly or otherwise you made this uh, statement, but I was watching the one. I think it must have been the Amel one, and you mm. said, "Well, we we try to work out why they did this." And of course, it's because it sells at boat shows. Uh, and here's yes. a massive, massive thing, you know. And and of as you know, the very reason we don't do boat shows at Kraken at all, and never will, is because we can't possibly show somebody everything that they need to know about a Kraken at a boat show. Because they need to... They need to have a blow-by-blow, inside-outside, what are the differences? But then, and this is why we do it, and we won't do it elsewhere, it will always be uh, in Bodrum, in in, uh, Turkey, we want to take them to the yard and show them the bit that nobody ever shows them, boats Mm -hmm. in build. And they can actually see it laid up, see how heavily it's laid up, and then we want to take them out for a sail. You can't do yeah. that at a boat show. Yeah. And and the whole industry is completely being led by the uh the, the need to sell boats at boat shows. 
One of the things that uh, you, you might uh, discuss at some point, I don't, you might have already done so, is what caused the emergence of the delta shape. Because the delta shape is something very specially screwed up for cruising boats. <laughs> well, it is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's a like it, up a lot. it comes up I'm a lot. I'm not familiar there's with not this. As a topic well, in and of itself, but so many designs now have that. So it's yeah, not, oh, you can't oh, not talk about it. Yeah, you'd be oh, hard-pressed oh. to find a boat that doesn't have it. But there's a there's a there's again you know I like to sit in a dark room sometimes just try and work out where all this stuff came from, yeah. and I tell you what actually happened. Delta shape. The, the delta, delta shape, the, of course, was derived because of a need for racing boats to improve uh, stability yeah. without stability. improving without increasing weight from ballast. Prior to the delta shape. You increased uh, stability, therefore could carry more sail by putting more and more uh, ballast in the boat or by putting that uh, ballast further and further out. And some of the boats that you saw, the, the, the racing boats of 25 years ago, had keels that were four metres deep. And they needed oh, yeah. that because they wanted to carry this big sail era, which made them go fast. But uh, then... The design start the, de, the delta design started to evolve, which brought form stability, which meant you didn't need the weight of the ballast so much, and you could still carry big sail area. And now you've got the planing hulls um, that mm. we now yeah. are very familiar with. Well, we think it was Beneteau with their first forty it was forty point seven. Uh, which was actually 20 years ago. It doesn't seem like it, maybe even a little bit more. They brought out their kind of purebred racer, which was the first uh, 40.7. And it had the delta shape with a massive transom. But what it also had, of course, as a result of the massive transom, so that it's got the form stability, it also had a huge cockpit. And it oh. also had massive yeah. amount more accommodation. Yeah. Oh, hang on. And what happened is or it swept the show and it particularly swept the uh, charter boat industry because suddenly here's the boat you get more people on and it's 40 yeah. foot and or it's 50 foot or it's whatever size they were going to be. And all of a sudden, you've now got people buying the boat for completely the wrong reasons. They've buying, mm-hmm. they've bought the boat because it's got accommodation and it's got a big cockpit. But, of course, the next phase of that development was, ah, hang on, we've now got this massively wide delta uh, transom. We want to go upwind. And as you go upwind, the centre uh, rudder, as it originally was on those boats, is now pulled half out, out levered halfway out the water. So now you have twin rudders. That overcomes mm-hmm. it. But now, of course, you've committed the ultimate cruising crime. Twin rudders out of alignment with the keel. How bloody bonkers yeah. is that? I mean, it's, <laughs> it's just bonkers. I mean, you can't, you can't dress it up. It's just 
bonkers. And I made you that know, observation about the ML <laughs> with, the, with the little sight glass, and they they yeah. have acknowledged that you will pick up lines because there's a sight glass to observe that when it happens, and yet still went with twin runners to yeah. catch more stuff, evidently. <laughs> And, and, and lobs, you know, and lobster pots, and and, yeah. and, and nets, and, and and there's a lot, you know, as you you touched on before. Fortunately, because of uh, our attitude towards whales in particular, there's a hell of a lot more whales about than there ever used to be. When I did uh, a, a, the trip, it was, believe it or not, five years ago now, from Hong Kong uh, up to the Mediterranean. That was 37,000 miles. But we saw, excluding uh, Ile Saint-Marie, by the way, uh, but we saw 200 whales or more on that Ooh, trip. Nice. And if you'd asked me to do that trip, or if I'd done that trip, and I have done elements of that trip uh, some 30, 40 years before, actually, you didn't see any. And, and, really? And it, you, yeah, yeah. So, so we, yeah, we're doing well. We're doing well in some areas, yeah. you know. Um, we're screwing up the world in others, but it, hey, I'm yeah. one off Yeah, the world's oh, though, they're good. I have two questions yeah. off the back of that story. One, when are we? when's White Dragon going on her next adventure, mate? Well, she's, I'm, there's a couple of things. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, there's a couple of things. <laughs> there's a couple of things. How long is the list? Come on, be honest. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I'm really itching to get back out there and start moving again with White Dragon. We've had a huge amount going on at Kraken. Uh, and so you know, since you guys came out, we've now got our own yard. Well, we've now got mm. actually two That's of insane. our own yards. And wow. uh, and whereas the, uh, whereas the the little team of a dozen people that you came out to see at Kraken was yeah. the mainstay of the company and still is the main, nobody's left. Um, actually now uh, Kraken staff is over 50 and, wow. you know, that, and, and yeah, so, you know, we, it's all been a bit all hands to the pump so that White Dragon has been uh, in, in Bodrum now for about two years. I'm going to stay uh, in the region um, uh, this summer and then I'm going to start moving and I'm going across the Atlantic and oh. do you know something? You know this whole thing about sailing around the world or around the world? Hmm. There's a passage I haven't done that actually you know, means I haven't circumnavigated properly, have I, therefore? Much ah, that I yeah. care. Tick right? the box. Which, is, which is Panama to the Marquesas. Oh, I've right. sailed a, okay. I've right. sailed a, I've sailed a hell of a lot of the uh, Pacific and have done a sort of semi uh, circumnavigation of the Pacific, but I haven't sailed that leg. And uh, uh, I just keep thinking of the song, um, you know, on the midnight watch. I realise why twice you ran away and and all that stuff in the in the, in the good old song. We, you might play that a little bit in the background, just at one point. Um, and, <laughs> And and but I do want to go and, and get her out there and uh, and go off for another adventure. And I kind of figure I might need some crew, you know. I might know some people. Yeah. yeah do you take gingers and females aboard? Because I hear that in combination they're pretty bad luck. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
you've done me there. Well, we did pretty really well for him last time. <laughs> <laughs> if you follow the myths yeah. of a uh, hundred years ago, pirate days. <laughs> well, you must. Yeah, I mean, uh, my my little grandson uh, Leo, he's really, really a redhead, and so oh, really? you know, I whilst yes. you've just while you've just referred to yourself as a as a ginger, I, I'm not going to do that. But uh, you know, you guys. <laughs> You guys, and that's that's also a little bit part of why I've stayed. Well, a big part of why I've stayed without going and doing too anything too adventurous because uh, I've now got four grandkids. Mm. They um, they all love to come out on the boat, and so what we've done is we've done some really easy stuff around uh, Turkish coast. We're going to do a bit more in the Greek Islands this year, Uh, and then uh, and then the far horizon is going to hook me up again. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm nice. going to go try, try and get some of this pudding off my stomach as well, because uh, <laughs> that's, that's all What's part of it. Back to Papua New Guinea. Um, second second question. question. Yeah, second question. So, and you might not, may or may not be able to answer this. What is what is the ten year plan for Kraken? What's the future of Kraken going to be, mate? Because it seems like it's going gangbusters. You've got four years booked up. Where to from here? Well, you've. You can pretty well call it. You've achieved your vision. I feel like this podcast has just turned on its head. Now we're interviewing yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, no, that's yeah, no, that's fine. It, well, this is what okay. friends do. <laughs> here's 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 the answer to that question. We became under uh, a lot of pressure, uh, a lot of pressure. We had a lot, a lot, a lot of people asking us to build a smaller Kraken. So we decided we're yeah. going to build a forty-four, mm. and that's going to take us about three years to get to production we've already sold the first two funnily enough and we haven't even oh, yeah, what? We haven't, even got drawings of it yet uh, haven't, draw, haven't oh drawn it haven't drawn it and haven't priced it we know roughly oh where you have some very loyal fans yeah you know it's yeah it's been yeah it's, it's some people that have uh really nailed their colors to the mast and committed and, <laughs> and that's uh, that's really nice um and also Power recently, I, uh, I, I must tell you this story because this this makes it all worthwhile, you know. I re- we recently had uh, an inquiry about a month ago from a guy from South Africa that said that he'd seen that we'd removed uh, the Kraken 66, our flagship, uh, from the website. And we decided to do that because... Actually, 66 is quite a rare bird for ocean-going cruising folk, which is what we're focused on. Uh, and so we thought, well, okay, we're going to do the 44. The 58 is a big boat. Uh, anyway, 50, that makes the range complete. But this guy came on to us and said, uh, because um, I'd like to know if you're not including it, would you build one? as a special one-off project. <coughs> and we started to communicate via WhatsApp. And I noticed his WhatsApp icon, you know, the little thing in the corner. Mm. I looked at it. Bugger me, that's White Dragon. And he's what? Right, it's white. He's <laughs> for his WhatsApp screensaver or screen. Wow. You know, wow. He's, he's white Dragon. So I thought, well, I, I've got to stop WhatsApping this guy. So I just pulled <laughs> him up and I said, Michael, you know, uh, I, I'm intrigued. I said, I've, I, you know, thanks ever so much for your very kind words. And 
I'll, you know, I'm pleased to be able to tell you, yeah, we we will do, we are going to do something. But, um, yeah, uh, are you sure you want uh, a 66, you know, not a 58? Because he started to tell me he wasn't very experienced, although he, uh, he's, you know, been around water all his life. Um, and uh, he said, no, no, it's not that I only want, a Kraken, he said. You you got to understand. I don't only want a Kraken. I only want a Kraken sixty six that looks oh, wow. exactly the same as White Dragon. He said oh, because wow. I saw, yeah, oh. I saw White Dragon in the VNA uh, Victoria and Albert uh, Marina there. So I stayed there for three months. That was another around the world thing, and and stopped there for three months. He said I saw her. And I watched you sail out one day and I knew there was no other boat I ever want to have. So, wow. Wow. So I said, okay, brilliant. And, and we're now talking to him. And funnily enough, wow. we've also had three or four other people that have, uh, in, in very recent months, that have said to us, look, you know, we're thinking of a 66. And I've kind of put that, I'd, I'd sort of say, look, we're not, you know, because the, the, we have to build it. Always the way. You take have. it off the menu and everyone starts ordering. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. But because what people hadn't appreciated is that White Dragon doesn't have the zero kill. And because she doesn't oh, yes. have the zero kill, and we would only ever build boats with the zero kill because because so many attributes, um, then you know, we need to build new moulds. So... That mm. means we've got to design a, a completely new bow. That it will look very similar to White Dragon because, uh, mm. you know, I, she, she's other than perhaps the zero kill. And I told Michael jokingly, "You realise you're going to have a flagship that trumps my flagship." So that's going to aggravate me a fair bit. But uh, <laughs> so, so that's another thing, and and you know. But we're still going to keep cracking a small company. I mean, it's not very mm. small. I will admit now. Yeah, but it's you know, creeping the, up. The, She's sprouting. The 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 plan is uh, the plan now is uh, five fifties a year, uh, three fifty eights, probably six or seven forty fours in three years' time. Wow! Uh, mm-hmm. And then one or two sixty sixes. And and we're still, you know, everybody's still enjoying it because, you know, there's always new technology coming along. There's always new mm-hmm. ideas coming along. I mean, in fairness, most of the most of the design ideas that uh, Krakens are, are are based on is to do with undoing bad things that are being done lately. Not really, yeah. you know, we're not we're not really reinventing the wheel. We're going back to the wheel. I, I heard you discussing the issue of the plum bow in one of the, uh, one of the episodes mm-hmm. that, uh, and, and you're dead right. You know, it, oh, that's just a fashion statement. That thing that's just got no real benefit because yeah. unless you're going to well, race the boat, water, it's a race. Exactly. It's yeah. Just yeah. Unless, uh, yeah, yeah. That's, all that's right. But to lose that at, at, at the cost of a wet boat is a monster mm-hmm. mistake. And of course, what everybody else has forgotten is that you've also then got the real pain in the arse of lifting an anchor 
up a plum yeah. bough because you're going to smash it to bits. True. Yeah. And, yeah. and you, you yeah, just you can see a silver stainless steel on most of them. Yeah, yeah, it. And, and you could put it out, put it out on a little kind of a prototype yeah. thing. Yeah, but, you know, how many times have you woken up in the morning and found there's a bit more wind coming in the anchorage than you're mm-hmm. expecting, and now you've got to take take the anchor up and it's not dead flat. Uh, and, yeah, and of course, as soon as that anchor's out the water, bang! She's if if you allow it to happen, yeah, or if it can happen, yeah. she's going to smash straight into the stem of the boat. And so yeah. those those kind of and as I said, you also lose lose the reserve buoyancy, uh, which carries you up and over over waves. You have to get that dead right. That's a that's a real balance. If you put too much. Uh, flare on the. If you put too much extension on the stem, then you'll start to create more of a a, a, a seesaw motion because the of the so you, it's it's a bit of a it's a bit of a fine line where you have to tread. But we've got it in the fifty and White Dragon. We've got it dead right, and the fifty eight will emulate that same angle. So you know, mm. um, yeah, it's good. So really, it's it's more the same. It's just, yeah. you know, because what Keep I always wanted to do, fix it. yeah, but what I always wanted to do, Adam, was create this community, you know, mm. not, I don't mean just, I hey, look, we'll do crack and rallies. I mean, really keep the community and keep the feedback from mm. our owners. And we tell them all, you know, we don't want to wave you goodbye and just bank your check. You know, when when you get to the Sandblast Islands, we want to hear where the best anchorages are, and you, we want yeah. to hear what. We, and if you've got any design innovations that you think are yeah. going to improve the boat, you just give us that feedback. And there's a lot of fun. That's how there. you built it, really. Like yeah, from yeah, all exactly. your design innovations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It should be so it makes sense. Yeah. Improvement. Yeah. Oh, yeah. by the way. Yeah, it was... the, the... <laughs> <laughs> you just laugh at your own joke before you even told it. <laughs> no, it's, it's dead funny. It's dead funny because there's there's so many things that um, the the videos. I, I must, you know, I have thanked you before, but the videos you put out on sailing Millennial Falcon definitely made a big difference to to Kraken and our message. And why I'm laughing is because the world of these mate all know about my little black books. And yeah. <laughs> I know, right? You have to publish it, mate. You can rewrite it. You seriously have to. And the ones that Dick's you've actually crossed book. off or that you've tried and been like, oh, that was a disaster. Yeah, yeah. Let's not yeah. do that one again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there is stuff, isn't yeah. there? You know, and, and but that's the fun. The fun is to keep rethinking yeah. and say, oh, yeah. I mean, you know, our design innovations now are pretty small, pretty minor. There's not much that we change. But we came up with the idea between Sophie Marie, and I don't know if you remember this, Sophie Marie had quite a tight entrance into the engine room. It was quite a small engine room okay, uh, yep. door. And Phil and I went away and started scratching her head and thinking about it, thinking about it, thinking about it. Thought, well, how can we do this better? And what we and and what we've done is, is which is in Skymark, uh, is we uh, developed a rail system for a seat, so it it made then the the uh, saloon seating fully U shaped, but mm. it's broken at 
the J that returns, if you follow my oh, X-ray, okay. is broken there, and the bench is on rails, and it slides forwards. When it slides forward, it gives access to a much bigger door. So, so then you wind oh, wow. up, yeah. So then you wind up with there's a bigger That's engine cool. room door, wider, and, and here's another thing, because we could then move the engine room door over, we could make mm. really much wider companionway steps, which is mm. great with the wings. Yeah. So mm. that yeah, mm. and you wind up with a U-shaped diner, so you've got people sitting all the way around it, and of course the beach feet. That's great. The, so it's so, and that's the kind of thing you go. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, happy with that. That's, that's, that, that's, yeah, that's, that's right. cool. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> yeah, I suppose I'd have to yeah, use the phrase. Awesome. That's what floats the boat, you know. And and so <laughs> I'll, I'll flick it back on you. So what's the 10-year oh, Millennial no. Falcon plan? Oh, no. Oh, jeez. Oh, no, I wasn't prepared Why for that. Why did you do oh, that? I set myself up here. Um, it is... Go on, tell everyone. Right. It's tough. It's, it's, if I could describe it in one word, it's diversification. So right. we have just, we've, we're always committed to doing lots of miles and getting lots of experience um, in, in the Falcon, obviously, but... We've just done the. We've just last year did the yacht masters course. We've just done our first as crew did a delivery down the eastern seaboard in a in a Hylus fifty three. Yeah. Um, no, in an oyster fifty. Oh, sorry, oyster fifty three. Um, and we are building the midshipman show and sort of just just growing, expanding within industry and sailing. It's sort of I want it to be more more than just YouTubing our adventures. Okay, well, well, that's. uh, I have mentioned this before, but as you know, we got uh, Tristan sitting opposite me who deals with all of our uh, marketing and and so forth. And I have mentioned it before, but you know, if you're now getting to the stage where you're doing the um, uh, yacht, you're doing yacht deliveries, and you're also doing, um, I think, you're advising people on the kind of, not so much doing surveys, just, but you can explain that a little bit. And not so much perhaps I think doing surveys, but advising people who are considering going off and sailing around the world on the kind of boat they should do that. That that started out as just emails from the audience, but you know, it's the, you can only answer so many emails and, and give it, just deserves and i really enjoy those kind of things i like looking into boats you know, obviously if, if it's not apparent based on the midshipman show that we've created um and so i you know, tried to do my best and and do it for you know for everyone but then and then occasionally some people started sort of fixing me up for my troubles and so it's sort of grown from there um it's still right. pretty I mean, fairly has, minor but yeah trained in like well, yeah, in yeah, aerodynamics as well engineering babe. okay so i didn't know the right word <laughs> it's to actually, say it is a good conflation so of the is, various skill sets yeah, yeah. it is quite well, together yeah, there's, there's, there's the no question 20 years. your your engineering uh, background and history i think has provo- uh, has proved and provided you with uh, a clearer much clearer understanding than the average layman it's likely to yeah. have about design issues and, and, and materials exactly. too. And some so of what he's I, saying I guess, isn't just based on opinion. It's from his learning. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so are you, are you looking to attract people uh, so that you can give them your advice 
uh, on what kind of we're boat? Because the, I do feel there's a the gap process. in the market. I've written that. the web, I've written the page we're on the website. Up, yeah. I just I'm, need to press we're, publish. We're both woeful self promoters. Yeah, um, we are in the process of formalising that, and it's it's built, it's ready to go. We just haven't pulled the trigger because of the holidays, really. Um, and so we'll sort of do a little cheeky soft launch. Well, if we if just, we can if know. we can help you pull that trigger and the deliveries, Thank you. Uh, and and the midshipman YouTube channel as well, of course, of of the original origins of the species, sailing millennial falcon. <laughs> we just love to do that. Yep. You know, I think there's oh, so many. Oh, yeah, so I think much. there's so many synergies between what you're trying to do and what we're trying to do, which basically. It's just tell people the right kind of boat they should go off and sail around the world in. It's not everybody, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's it's not everybody wants to do that. Yeah. But I will tell you yeah. what, you, you 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 may or may not be surprised. Actually, I'm surprised at there's a lot more people want to do that than I had thought, and a lot more yeah. people have begun to respect the the idea that actually. You need that kind of a boat just when you go offshore. You know, mm. once you're once you're a hundred miles, two hundred miles, perhaps out, you're beyond the range of easy rescue, and you've got to have a boat that is up to the job. There's a lot more mm. people understanding that, and and yeah. the, the messages that you're giving out, and hopefully we are as well. I'm sure is really resonating very well, and guys. You know, please. After this, link up with Tristan. Let's do it, and uh, and let's get you promoted because you've got a good message, and uh, and and you and you're nice guys Thanks. as well. Thanks. You're all right yourself. You're not so bad yourself. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is now we go for a quarter of an hour of smoke blowing, which Tristan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's a good time to wrap up, right? right? Yeah, cut that. <laughs> Before yeah, all yeah. of our heads are too big to fit out the door. <laughs> yeah, and um, and what I was going to also say to you, you know, you 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 said that uh, you'd you'd like me to come on and uh, uh, and do an yeah, episode absolutely. of the mid. Absolutely up for that. Absolutely mm-hmm. up for that. You can. I kind of. Yeah. I have this great idea, but I can't find anyone who I think would be game enough to step in the ring with you. But I'd love to do either, either or, or both. I'd love to do a, a great Good debate things. style where Andy and my co-host Andy and I will play the the mediators, and we'll have a proper presidential debate style on either cat versus mono or keel uh, keel types. Bolt on yeah. versus integral, but I can't find anyone who I think would go toe to toe with you. So, well, if anyone hears this and knows someone, let me know. I did throw that gauntlet down, you know. I you know, know after you did. Yeah, yeah. I did throw that down to mm-hmm. Andy Shell, uh, and and yeah, he didn't respond. Um, and you know, and by the way, because I, I think we must have got off the subject, but I was saying that there's two subjects that still do continually come back. Uh, to be asked, uh, people proposing one of two subjects in particular. The other one is catamarans, um, yeah, and yeah. and and it's very hard, uh, without being as blunt as unfortunately you need to be, to actually <laughs> present an argument. You because because at some point. You've got to put your money where your mouth is and justify what you're saying. 
Why am I saying yeah. that I wouldn't go world cruising in a catamaran? Well, you know, is it because I just think they're ugly looking or whatever? No, it's not just that. And and when you actually get into the debates, you try, and, and you've been here. I know you've been here. You've got somebody that's sitting opposite with has got a particular type of boat. It's telling you it's suitable for the job. That might be a production boat. It might be a catamaran. It might be this. It might be that. And you try, you begin, don't you, to be quite gentle and quite, oh, look, you know, you know, we've all got our opinions and and I'm sure if it works for you and all these, you know, all these pleasantries that come yeah. out. But at some point you have to go, okay, look, I'll tell you how it is. A catamaran, <laughs> yeah. Once, yeah. a catamaran, once it's over, it's over for you. You're not coming back up. And the idea mm. of trying to cling to an upturned side of a catamaran, uh, even in the Mediterranean, is unpleasant. But if you're in open ocean, you, that's not going to happen. And then people yeah. say to me, "Ah, oh, yeah, but there's things." So, and my answer to that, my my answer to that is, mm, they don't have escape hatches in the bottom of the hulls for no reason. That's why they yeah. have them. Yours, you, they know if that boat goes over, she ain't coming back up. And forget everything else forget the accommodation forget the sailing performance forget whether they you know they're going to be able to take a massive heavy blow put all of that to one side if you're going to put somebody on on a boat your family on a boat that if it capsizes isn't going to come back up i mean that's balmy that's yeah. another that's yeah. another that's absolutely raging bonkers I don't think they're suitable for lots of other reasons it's like a whole as well. Kind of worms. But but yeah. it's another whole debate, and you know, I'll I'll yeah. be really happy to to have those discussions. Of course, uh-huh. we've reviewed a bunch of catamarans on the show, and like often, if they stay in there, like well, because we review them, and we as, as a general rule on the show, you can only you can only whip a manufacturer with a rod of its own making. So if they don't make any bold claims, then we won't hold them to anything. That yeah, they sure. You know what I mean? Which is, and we gave a Benetton an A because we got a, we got a guy on the phone, uh, one of their dealers, and we said, "What's this boat built for? Could you cross an ocean in it?" He's like, "Well, yeah, you could, but it, uh, you wouldn't want to. Like, it's not what it's for." Did they? How can you argue with somebody from? Yeah, I was shocked. No, I was shaking. I know. That's, I, know. That's I was ready to tear strips off it, and I was like, "He's just robbed me. He's completely robbed me and disarmed me." because he was transparent and upfront about what the boat was. And beyond that point, you can do nothing but go, it's cheap, cheerful, and it brings people out on the water. As long as it stays in its lane, good for them. But it's well, when people start to stray and start just, to stretch just, and start to just, smear. Yeah, just so as you know, whilst your attempt at starting that debate failed with Beneteau, uh I can point you to a couple uh, that own a Dufour 47 that mm. absolutely will will break your heart first off because they've come to us realising they've had the boat a year and realising now that what the salesman told them that of course it was the right boat to go sailing off around the world simply wasn't true. Oh, but um, yeah, so anyway, look, keep keep banging the drum good and hard, guys. It's worth it, and and I, I truly believe you will save lives. I truly believe you will save lives. Aww. At the very least, save some people a few bucks and a couple yeah. of years of heartache. Well, like, that's yeah. it. Maybe teach that's a few it. lessons. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah you know, and it's, here's the big thing. I I think I told you the story um, about the couple that arrived in uh, Rodriguez. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and, and immediately decided they were going to sell out Uttarima Catamaran because they had such horrendous crossing. Um, and, you know, that's their dream over, isn't it? And all that's happened is they bought mm. the wrong boat. Because, you know, yeah. if, if it was as hard as this for everybody, as they had, well, nobody would be doing it, nobody would they? Be and, and the point yeah, is, yeah. it's all supposed to be, you do it for fun. And, and I keep yeah. telling people all the time, look, there is no better way of seeing this wonderful world, and it still is a wonderful world, um, than from the deck of your own sailing boat. Because you've got your home, you've got all your wherewithal about you, and and what could be better? You can enter and clear out, you can like somewhere and stay longer, you can not like it and clear mm. out the next day, and, mm. and, and you can be in a mm. city one day, right in the middle of the port with the, all the action going on. And then two mm. days later, you can be in an anchorage on your own. And that You can yeah, only do true. that. You can only do that in, yeah. in a sailing boat. And, uh, yeah. yeah. 100%. Anyway, 100%. I guess... Cool. We can I go guess on we, and on, can't we? I, I guess <laughs> we've, we've wandered on a lot longer than we might have thought we would do. But it's Surprise really... <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, how many times so did that guess. happen? <laughs> <laughs> Can we make the next uh, the next test run of the of a crack in more than four days? Can we do a, a, a thousand mile test shake out? Yeah. Oh, the next one. Well, the the next. Uh, the, I don't know the, if they would appreciate that. The new bonus. Yeah, true. The, the next crack. The next crack in, to launch that I want to bring you guys out for uh, is the fifty eight, uh, and uh, the owner of that boat. Uh, the owners of that boat. Uh, Phil and Sarah are really, really nice people, and I have any money that they will be very happy to welcome you guys um, on the boat, and and let's go and do some sailing. And uh, I I, I want you to see, I want, I want you to see the fifty-eight, and and of course the speed record. I got (laughs) yeah, exactly. Have I still got the speed record for the (laughs) fifty? Yes, yeah. You, you, sorry about that. You're right, for, for viewers watching this, like I've, I've had one of these awful British colds through the winter and I'm still trying to get over it. So forgive the continuity errors uh, every now and again, but <laughs> yes. I've, I've had to go off screen and, and, and spend a few minutes coughing and uh, coughing and trying to get myself done well. together. You've done well. But, uh, you know, no, I'd, I'd really love to get you out and, and sail on that boat. And get you out to Turkey as well and, and spend a bit more time. Because now, yes, obviously, you were up around Istanbul. That was, yeah. you know, it was a terrific time. But Bodrum is absolutely splendid. And it's got a great season. You know, the sailing season is the winter time. Mm. And the summer season oh, nice, is okay. bloody perfect weather. And it's very, very, uh, it's a very, very nice uh, environment. So you come and be our guests for a little while and stay out there and uh, thank you. And we'll play about and go sailing. We'll yeah. absolutely right. take you off on that one. Absolutely. Yep. Cool. And on that note, we'll say goodbye. See. Until we meet yep. next time. Thanks, guys. Yeah, Thanks. Right. Absolutely. Thanks, Thank you mate. so much for having Cheers. us. Well, uh, Tiki, it's really nice to have you back. Uh, Thank Karen, you. Nice to be sitting, back. Sitting in the chair opposite me and... Uh, 
What did you think of the? Uh, you've had a listen to it now. What do you think of yeah, the podcast with Adam it. and I with Adam it. and Kiara? I, I liked it a lot. It uh, it is as you say. It's encouraging to see youth out there having a great life. Yeah, you know, and I think what's great about it is it's you know, and it, it, they're not unique. There are uh, quite a lot of other couples that yeah. have found a way of funding a lifestyle yeah. that otherwise would be way, way, way outside no, of their financial abilities. And and they've provided themselves with a wonderful life and they've entertained yeah. literally hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, and obviously the original meeting with them came as a result of John Kretschmer. Yes, uh, yes. Yeah, absolutely. they met John, yeah. uh, who I obviously have spoken to a fair bit, and we talked about the kind of boats people should be sailing in, and uh, and they happened to drop anchor uh, in a sa- in the same bay somewhere in the Caribbean as John, did an interview with him about blue water sailing, and then said, you know, well now I've told you, it was very kind of him. But he said, now I've told you how to go blue water sailing. You've got to go and interview Dick Bowman or tell you the sort of boats to go off and uh, do it in. So, and, and all of that worked. I mean, I then did the uh, Have You Been Lied To interview with them, which really, I mean, it went viral. It's been looked no. at. It's been looked at and, and viewed by more than quarter of a million people it's now amazing. and it's still right up there no, it's great. on their best sellers no, so it's, it's, it's done good for it's done good for Kraken it's done good for them yeah. and I, hopefully we've contributed something to the whole sailing world particularly well, I, was, I was quite surprised after that when you put me on to John Kretschmer because obviously I was aware of who he was from years ago on Yachting Monthly and when he took the Contessa 32 from New York round to uh, to San Francisco, um, Cape Horn to Starboard, his book was called. Yeah. And so he was a legend. Uh, and so for, for, for a man of that status to nail his flag to Kraken was... Yeah, it was a big thing. And we interviewed what? him for the magazine. Yeah, it was a big thing. and, and uh, Ocean Sailor. Yeah, it, it was a big thing. And and uh, what uh, when I was talking to John about it, or, you know, all, he was, you know, we it was just... We were just almost standing in an echo chamber. You know, he sailed a bloody long way around the world. I'm fortunate enough to sail a bloody long long way around the world. And and we both know exactly what you need in a boat to do it in. Um, And, uh, you know, so we got on, you know, we got on really well. In fact, John and I had organised to sail together on White Dragon the year that COVID broke out. Oh, right. And that's, you know, that's still, I hope, on the cards. I'm sure but obviously, be, yeah. people's lives got completely yeah. thrown. Yeah. That was right back at the start in 2020. We were going to we were gonna sail, and he was going to bring some uh, students out because right. he teaches uh, sail training for right. blue water sailing. Yeah. Um, but that never did happen. It's a shame. But uh, hopefully we can well, revisit that before well, we're indeed. too old and crotchety well, to get out there. Well, Adam and Chiara, they were talking about future plans, yours and theirs. So that could well be one of them, and why not? Yeah, it could be. Actually, thinking about it, I'm, t- I'm going to try and, uh, and cross the Atlantic again and go back to the Caribbean at the end of this year. Uh, so you know, arriving in uh, Caribbean somewhere around about November. And uh, with a little bit of luck, I'll try and coordinate. That's a good idea, Dick. Mm. I'll try yeah. and coordinate yeah. 
getting together with John because we've got a lot of ground. There's a lot of water passed under the keel, sure. as the saying goes since then, really? but there's yeah. a lot to, and there's a lot to discuss. Yeah, yeah all Excellent. good stuff. So the one I'm particularly looking forward to doing, having interviewed him for Ocean Sailor magazine, but now we're going to extend that much more with this podcast, which I think will be episode 17, um, is with David Wilkinson. Yeah. Whose adventures at sea... Uh, are just extraordinary. Turn it's only anybody. I mean, extraordinary. It's it's right up there with the Shackleton voyage. This yeah, it's that good. Uh, so I can't wait. Yeah, it's very you know, David. David's very effacing kind of a guy, and he does hasn't bigged it up at all. But to do what he did mm. uh, is truly it's an extraordinary voyage, Without and question. you know we'll leave it we'll we'll leave it there to yeah. uh, to let. The, the viewers and the listeners, uh, their, their imagination to run wild. Yeah. But it, I'll tell you what, it'll fulfil uh, everybody's expectations. Indeed it will. So, yeah, it's uh, very interesting. I don't know if you'll uh, manage to find time, hopefully you'll find time to tune in to uh, Midshipman YouTube video. Uh, I reckon you'll find it very interesting, Dick. They're covering a lot of topics uh, that you and I have covered the right kind of boats to go in and, and what to do and what not to do. So I hope you'll have time to watch Adam on that. I'm sure I will, uh, especially as I've never had a boat big enough to have an amidships. <laughs> <There you laughs> so go. yeah, I will look forward to that, of course. Yeah, great stuff. So that's it for this one. Okay. Bye-bye.